Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The story begins a year ago, and yes. it ends in present day. I'm really going to weave a tale for you guys. Since Sophia Ridge did it, I think I can do it too. Um, I also have something to tell you. <gasps> bitch is bitch. Yeah, bitch is harsh. Full stop. Full stop. You put a speck of bait on the hook, <laughs> and he went for it. <laughs> hook, line, and sinker, baby. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. I need to take a deep breath. Deep breath, deep breath. <sighs> Guys, if you saw what went into the production of Match Me in Manhattan, you would be flabbergasted. <laughs> we have some sort of crisis, mini crisis, every single episode, whether it be we forget to turn a microphone on or our little device that connects our audio won't turn on or it's frozen or you record a whole episode only to realize that the card malfunctioned and it's all unusable. Yes. Which Kate. just happened to us uh, just now. This also has not happened to us since, like, we started the podcast. You know, like, we haven't lost an episode, to be honest, in, like, a very long time. Yep. But we aren't even jinxing ourselves by saying that because we just lost. <laughs> we just lost it. We're done losing episodes. I just, like, reformatted every card I have in my apartment, and we're good now. But something happened with the card. There's just so many things that go into producing a podcast producing anything Any content, that yeah. can go wrong and like oftentimes you're gonna experience a few situations where things go wrong and i get so darn frustrated <laughs> katie and technology do not handshake no 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 i feel like i don't know i've just i'm just cursed i'm just cursed I, I think you are but it's okay because we are back and fingers crossed this is going to work yeah and welcome back you know what i feel like if colby was here this wouldn't be happening colby is I our agree. good luck charm and because she's not here she's in miami right now working colby's a working girl colby's a working girl she's she's working, for working the money. with the influencers in miami and mariana who it killing it and here we are um struggling Katie and I are on the floor, Struggling. but it's okay because we have a fun night. After this, we're going to go get a drink mm -hmm. and then we're going to go to our friend's birthday dinner mm -hmm. and it's at a really nice restaurant that's really good and I love it. We're so excited. Have yeah, you been so, yet? Yeah. I went on a date. <gasps> I went right, on right, right, a right. date with BFG to this restaurant. Okay. So we're having bad memories then. No, we're going to, you know what? I think it's really crucial that if you have gone somewhere with an ex or like an ex situationship, ex, like full on ex. I think it's a great cleanse to like cleanse. It's almost like you're saging the place by going back with a group of girlfriends or like yeah. platonic friends. And it's it's really the equivalent, like going back to that place and having a good experience after you went previously with someone that you had a bad experience with, or you're just like kind of mourning the loss of like the relationship or situationship. Like you just go and it's like saging the place. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so we're going to sage it with Mia's birthday. <laughs> yes. And with that, welcome back to Match Made in Manhattan with Katie, Colby, and Adam. Minus Colby. Minus Colby. And minus my voice because, well, I, I kind of have a little bit of a voice, but it's definitely a little raspy because stagecoach. it's cute. It's stage like coach, a hot voice. Like, zap me of my voice, so we have the rasp. But I love the rasp. I was telling Katie that I want the rasp as my normal daily voice. Great. I'll spit in your mouth and... <laughs> I'm wide open, baby. <laughs> maybe, maybe you'll get the, uh, the rasp. I don't know. It's definitely a mixture of screaming and dust because Indio, California is a dusty ass place. Dusty as the a dusty dap. Ass. It's a dap. Yeah. But it was really fun. Wait, is, is Indio Palm Springs then? Because I thought it was in Palm Springs. The festival itself is in Indio. Okay, but you guys stayed in Palm Springs. Palm Springs is right next to Indio, I believe. I believe. I could be wrong um, with the geography. But Mm -hmm. I know that the festival is in Indio, but we we actually ended up staying. We stayed in Indio. Okay. But we flew into the Palm Springs airport, and we went to, like, surrounding things Mm -hmm. in Palm Springs. So, yeah. But it was a whirlwind of a weekend. I love country music. Thank God Katie's a country girl. Thank God I'm a country gal. No, it was so fun. We had the best squad. Who was your favorite person you saw? I, oh, that's so hard. I mean, Chris Stapleton. Okay. He was like three. Remind me what he sings. Give me like the Tennessee Whiskey. You would know Tennessee Whiskey. You're as smooth as Tennessee Whiskey. You're as sweet. Okay, I can't do that anymore. You're gonna your a rasp is going <laughs> Okay, I get it. You're as warm. Okay. okay. Do you know the song? Yes, you painted the picture. <laughs> you painted it very clearly for me. You no, painted it. I loved the music. I loved the girly time. We had the best house with girls. Obviously, Danielle and I are very close, but I'm not extremely, extremely close to the other three girls, and we got real close. We're besties now. We're besties till the resty of time. The Indio Six. Plus uh, Stagecoach Six, right. you mean? Yes. Plus Ryan. Ryan was there, Danielle's boyfriend. And we had such a good squad. Gretchen, Anna, Clara, my bed roommate, my bedmate. Bedmate. Roommate and roommate. bedmate. Yeah. We slept pretty well together. I think the hallmark of a good friendship is being able to sleep well together where you don't like, you know, you stay on your respective sides of the bed. Yeah. Colby and I are very good at that. Yeah. I think we, we've slept in bed before. Together. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly very easy to sleep with because I just sit in the same spot and I die. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally, I'm like a, a straight up mummy in a sarcophagus. I mean, I think I shift around for the first bit While you're the trying night. to like get comfortable yeah. and find your spot. Trying yeah. to get comfortable. Then I randomly have to pee sometimes. So I have to like get up and pee and like, then I like finally settle. But then of course we have my moments where I sleep talk. So oh yes, <laughs> I actually didn't ask Clara if I slept talk, slept talked, but I feel like she would have said something. I don't think she would have. I think when people sleep talk, you're kind of just like, I'm going to keep that to myself. <laughs> what if I told her like a deep, dark secret? In I would my not sleep? be surprised. Luckily for you, all your deep, dark secrets are splattered all over the internet. Yeah. So there's nothing left splattered to tell. Splattered all over this podcast, to be honest. Exactly. This like, is like our diary of deep, dark secrets. A diary I feel like sometimes. of the crazy happenings of our crazy lives. Yes. And for context, Katie needs to tell me a crazy story that happened when she was the stagecoach. I, yes. I told you this story uh, in the previous recording of yes, this episode. So I'm going to be transparent. I've already technically heard the story, but the first time I heard it was yeah. the, was. 30 minutes ago. Yeah, so. I really did keep it to myself. I did such a good job. I didn't tell anyone, but unfortunately, technology had other plans technology for us. Technology was not in our favor today. So, 
But it's okay. <laughs> Katie basically texted Colby and I on Saturday night. Yeah. And she was like, guys, I have the craziest story to tell you. <laughs> and I was like, shut it down, sister. Do not say a single word. I was like, you're going to wait until we're sitting down with microphones in front of us because I'm producing the shit out of this. <laughs> he was like, lock that up. Throw away the key. Yes. This is match made material. And you said, sir, yes, sir. And I we said, have not sir, yes, sir. Thing. Yes. Uh, you know. Technically, Colby still hasn't even heard the story and she's not recording this today. And Colby is the person that needs to hear the story because she's intertwined the first in the, part of the, the story she was there like technically so the first part of the story starts the story begins a year ago and yes. it ends in present day i'm really going to weave a tale for you guys and truly i don't know how these these things keep happening to me like these stories that honestly sound like they're not real like i feel if you really wanted to be like katie's making these up you totally could but yeah i i can't I can't at this point. They're just happening to me. Yes. I don't even have a chance to make up a story because all these weird things keep happening. And no, think... you you were attracted to somehow like very crazy stories. I feel like they find their way to you. But the funny thing about them is like, I have a lot of like things that happen that are story worthy, but then they end and then it's like, oh, well, there you yes. go. And for everybody on the podcast who's <laughs> curious, like this, I think beats the story of BFG in the window of with the date. Yeah. And the like, just crazy sequence of events that led to you having to the crazy sequence of like of a date. it's just baffling anyway let me just weave you a tale that you will not believe weave the tale sister strap strap your ass in because you're not going to believe this i'm okay? strapped in again i love the story that much i'll listen to it a hundred times more <laughs> okay so the story begins okay well i guess i should just say that this all took place on saturday night so it was the second day of stagecoach and i wore this fabulous denim jumpsuit that made my ass look impeccable yes i was so hot because it was 105 degrees and we got to the festival a little bit earlier that day so we were there around like i don't know four o'clock three mm -hmm. no three o'clock because danielle had to shoot something so we did a little bit earlier but i was not mad about it because the previous day we went a little bit late so i was like of course i'll go with you danielle like i want to see the festival a little bit earlier in the day because you know i want to get my money's worth even though i wasn't paying for it like, <laughs> no stagecoach very kindly gave a bunch of us tickets um you lucky dog well technically gave clara tickets and i am her plus one yes. or was her plus one so saturday we get there relatively early it's so hot like there's like sweat dripping down my face but i looked good so it didn't matter and because i was so hot i had no choice but to just like chug alcohol because it made me less stressed about the fact that my makeup was literally melting off my face. Yeah, you needed a little so, liquid courage. Yeah, and we took a few shots before we left the, the house, so we definitely were feeling good. Feeling good, feeling light. Bopping around. There was a great lineup that day. I forget. I think it was Gabby. Gabby Barrett we saw first, and then it was like Old Dominion, if you guys are familiar, and then um, it was Kane Brown. It was the final yeah. act. So we were very excited. It was a stack stacked day. And we're bobbing around the festival, feeling good. So we're standing at Old Dominion. We went to the main stage, standing at Old Dominion, four of us um, at that point, because Anna and Gretchen were coming later. So it was Danielle, Ryan, Clara, and myself. And we were just slugging drinks, dancing, twirling around, having such a great time listening to Old Dominion. I love Old Dominion. They play such great like good vibe songs that i used to listen to like on the boat with my parents so i have such a good Aww. positive association with old dominion living the life and i feel a tap on my shoulder we're there for like in the same spot for probably like an hour at this mm -hmm. point and i feel a tap on my shoulder wait give me a time stamp what time are we at right now i'd say we're like 
7, 6.37, okay. maybe. Okay. So the sun had just kind of gone, gone down. one golden hour. I'm picturing you just like looking like a goddess in your jean. A little sweaty, your but. Your jean jumpsuit. It could be confused for a glow. Not sweaty, dewy. Glowy. Yes, exactly. Not sweaty, glowy. So I turn around. I feel a tap on my shoulder. I'm like mid-screaming, singing some Old Dominion song. I turn around and I have to like look up. I have to crane my neck up because this larger than life, tall ass man is looking at me. Looking at Katie. God, I showed Adam this photo that Danielle took of him. Just show me again, honestly. I can look at him all day. So I don't know what Danielle's spidey senses were tingling. She like looks over, sees us talking for literally two minutes and has already snapped a photo of us. She's probably thinking like, one day at your wedding, you'll show these pictures. No, literally, that's the best kind of friend. Describe this photo to the class. Okay, so I'm looking at a very blue photo. So Danny clearly snapped this when it's dark. There's neon lights. There's people around, but it's just Katie and this man just in the center of the crowd. This man is at minimum, like he looks seven feet tall in this. Katie legit looks like his child. <laughs> his, his arm, I've never seen an arm like this. It is larger than Katie's entire torso. His hand could legit grip your entire face and yep. still have room to grip more. And he's sexy. But like he, in a good way. Yeah. No, You're I'm saying this in a way that could be construed as like terrifying. Oh, no, no, no. I want the podcast to know that I'm very harsh with guys that my friends will show me. And I'm very honest. This guy is sexy. Like I want to climb him like a tree. Like what, I, <laughs> what I'm seeing is actually blowing my mind. Like I think I'm in love with him. He was so cute wearing this like button down white short sleeve shirt um yeah with like roses or something yeah it embroidered was like very tasteful it was very cool like westerny looking oh my god he's a water bottle tucked into his back pocket that's so country of him yeah and then like blue jeans i think or pants he kind of looks like me from the side no he doesn't you don't think so adam <laughs> i just think you know I don't know. He definitely like was like chiseled. He was just hot. Okay? I'm chiseled. I'm yeah, hot. No, you are t- not saying you're not. Not saying you're not. Um, but I'm not saying that I uh, turned oh. around and was like, oh my god, there's Adam. <laughs> uh, that going? would be not great. Anyway, but I was you. like shooketh. Okay, shooketh because I turned around and I was like looking at this hot man. I'm like, what are you doing you here? Were like, are you talking to me? Why are you talking? I look behind. I'm like, me? Are you sure you're not Little talking? Me? I'm sweating my ass off right now, and you're talking to me. Okay. We're just like chatting at first. He was like, what's your name? I'd love to buy you a drink. Like that sort of vibe. Yeah. Clearly was just, he was flirting with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And everyone that I was with was like freaking out. Like, oh my God, Katie, what the heck is going on? Yes. I could hear them like whispering next to me. I'm like, yes, I don't know what's going on either, girls. So we're chatting. He's like, can I get you a drink? I was like, no, I'm actually literally double fisting to uh, rum drinks, which is so crazy. Rum, Katie. No, no, actually even crazier gin there were two wow. gin strawberry gin drinks and i like swore off gin years ago but because i was yeah. already drunk and i had a sip of danielle's and i'm like wait that tastes really good or not um i wonder what it was wait, i don't think danielle got it actually maybe she did get it she got hers with vodka mm. clara got hers yeah, with I, was gin. Gonna say, I feel like danny doesn't drink yeah no, 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 she drinks vodka so i was i sipped clara's and i'm like wow that's really refreshing like at that point anything cold would have been fine because it was so that hot yeah I asked him who he was here with, and he's like, oh, I have a bunch of friends here, but I'm here with my one friend right now. We're going to try to find our other friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he looks over. He's like, I don't know why my friend's being so weird. He's like not coming over here. 
um, he like keeps gesturing to the friend to be like, come over here, come over here. And the guy, I, I cause like, it's just him and his friend at this yeah, point. Yeah. Right? But his friend was like behind another couple, like other people. And I'm like, what friend, is his friend was hiding? Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? You were like, this guy's weird. This guy's weird. Like the friend is weird. Why isn't he coming over here? Yeah. So now we're going to take a pause in the present okay. and go back in time. Okay. Rewind. So we're rewinding to a year ago, okay. like last month. So like last March yes. or April, March, April, Colby and I went on a trip to Mexico and we were in Mexico and we did this Colby. I wish she was fucking here right now because she would honestly like tell this story better than I could because, uh, spoiler alert, I was drunk. But we actually recorded a podcast episode about this kind of scenario, and we talked about how we crashed a wedding. So we went to this tequila tasting in Mexico, and we were drunk. Colby and I were drunk off our asses on tequila and went and crashed a wedding by accident Mm -hmm. or a wedding um, after party or whatever um, at this resort we were staying at. And we were chatting with people. I ended up hitting it off with this guy at the bar, and we like had a sloppy hookup and drank together and then like i we parted ways and i never saw him ever again okay but so we're gonna call him for the sake of differentiating between these two guys we're gonna call him don julio because we were drinking tequila and when i taste tequila sounds like a good name so we're gonna call him that so in mexico don julio and i shared an evening together and that not, was not a crazy evening. Like, let's just set the stage. Well, yeah, we, we shared an evening together and we you shared but, saliva, but we never were going to see each other again. Like it was one of those yes. things where it's like what happens in Mexico stays in Mexico. What happens on your like drunk vacation is totally, it's totally okay to be like that chapter is done and I don't have to speak to this person again. Yes. I think there's a mutual understanding when you're on vacation, right? Yes. After that, we like follow each other on Instagram, which I think is like a valid thing to do with someone you met on vacation and like yeah you know shared a, a many thought, hours stay with. in touch Let's we, shout, follow, we yeah. shared many hours together yes. so we follow each other on instagram he is from la and i obviously live in new york so i'm like this is we're just never gonna see each other again um, right. apart from like if we happen to be in the same place at the same time but we had kind of like an instagram friendship where he would dm me sometimes would we swapped numbers as well he would like text me things and but it was very platonic and I even like sometimes didn't respond to him. Like we just, I, you know, I didn't really, I wasn't head over heels for this guy. And so fast forward to Saturday night, he's trying to find his friend. We're going to call this guy cowboy because you know, for yes. obvious reasons at the uh, country musical festival, Yes, Con- country musical festival, country music festival. We're going to call him cowboy. So cowboy is trying to find his friend or trying to get his friend to come over and he disappears. He's like, I'm going to go get my friend because this is weird. He's like not coming over here. And I'm like, okay, no problem. Like whatever. And I'm like standing by myself, freaking out inside about how hot this guy is. That's talking to right. me. I'm like, oh my God, lucky girl syndrome or something. Because like, how is this happening to me? And he comes back and he says to me, meanwhile, old dominion is still playing. So it's like really loud. And I'm mm-hmm. focusing on that. But he says to me, he's like, so the world is a lot smaller than I would have thought or something like that. He was like, the world is really small. <laughs> he was like, so Katie, the world, you know, it's just so small. The world is so small. Here's the thing. The world's so small. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I actually didn't even hear him. So I'm like, what? I'm like, I literally <laughs> can't hear you. What about the world? What? I don't give a fuck about the world. Like, <laughs> Make out with me. Make out cowboy. with me. Make out with me. So he's like, here's the thing. You actually hooked up with my friend in Mexico. And sure enough, ago. I look over and there is Don Julio from my Mexican hookup uh, standing, standing right there. 
And I was like, okay. Actually, my mind was momentarily blown so far into the universe that I couldn't even like materialize words because I'm like, what are the odds of, first of all, me seeing this guy again from Mexico? Like, what are the odds I would ever see him again? Secondly, like at this massive festival. Thirdly, that I would think his friend is hot and speak to his friend and his friend would come up to me. What are the fucking odds of that happening? Yeah, low, for sure. (laughs) Extremely low, right? There's, I mean, like how many people are at this festival? Like, I don't know, 100,000, maybe more than that. I, don't, I have a very bad gauge of numbers, but... It had to have been a shit ton. It was a it, shit like, ton. Moral of the story is a shit ton of people from all different walks of life and all different cities and like states and whatever. And we were be. in the VIP section, so that limits it even more. Yes. Like, we weren't even in the GA area at this point. We were in the VIP yeah. at this point. What are the fucking odds? So pretty much he was like, so, I mean, this is awkward, but like we can't continue or something or he was like oh well it's nice knowing you were at- yeah. nice meeting you but it was kind of like this he didn't really have to say it i kind of understood i'm like oh so <laughs> this isn't gonna continue because i made out with a guy in mexico a year ago you were like yeah it makes sense shut the fuck up so it was just a little bit sad i was like oh bummer like yeah. but i was also confused i'm like really we yeah that's weird had one night in mexico with your friend and like whatever and now you're just not even going to speak to me again? Like, or honestly, the weirdest part is that Don Julio didn't even come over to say hello. Like, didn't even Yeah, I'm just come... picturing Don Julio lurking in a corner. Yeah, like lurking, but also like, if he cared that much that we, I was going to maybe talk to his friend, like he could at least come over and say, hey, like. Yeah, Katie it... and I were talking about this previously. Like the normal thing to do in the situation is the guy would have just come over, said, hey, and been like, oh my God, small world. Like, I don't know if you remember, but we met in Mexico a year and change ago, you know? That's like the normal thing to do in that situation. So it was very confusing, whatever. So long story short, he he had given me his number before he went over to talk to his friend. So I had his number and he walked away and I was standing there and I was like, oh my God, because Danielle and, oh, did I even say this at Danielle and then walked away? I don't think I said this. You didn't get to that point. Oh man. So before, before when we were chatting and we were like, you know, talking and I was obsessing over how hot he was before he went over to see his friend. Danielle and the squad went to go to the bathroom and get drinks. So they left. So it was just the two of us. So at this point, he, you know, bears the bad news that we can no longer speak. (laughs) And I'm standing there by myself. Like he walks away and leaves me there by myself. Yeah. Which is fine because it was like, I felt very safe and like, my phone was working at this point like basically kind of like if you guys don't know the festival grounds like it's very spotty service but i like my texts were going through so i was like okay i I don't feel unsafe that i'm not with the girls though i do feel like it's a little bit fucked up that he left me yeah i didn't catch that point when you first told me the story like that is a little weird like he knew you were alone and that your friends had left yeah because your friends also like danny and the crew came up to you and said hey are you guys okay we're going to the bathroom to get drinks they left their stuff like danielle um they had like a few things like purses and stuff and like left them with me. So I was like guarding the stuff pretty mm-hmm. much. It's like why they did it. Cause they're like, we don't need to carry like our cameras and everything with us. Um, so I couldn't, I literally couldn't leave that spot. Yeah. So I'm like, well, luckily no one's sketchy around me because, or like, I don't feel unsafe, but he left and I'm just left there with my thoughts at <laughs> this point. I'm like, what are the odds? I'm like going through it in my mind. Like what is going on? Preparing my story for when Danielle and, and everyone gets back because I'm like, I'm going to tell them the tale because yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? What are they? I'm just like still mind blown at this point. Yeah. That's a flabbergasting experience. Yeah. And for then sure. my phone starts buzzing 
like I keep getting like texts, like it keeps going ping, 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 like I'm getting texts. And I looked down at my phone and like I said, the, the service is so spotty there. So I don't know if he had sent this before or after he walked away, right. but he sent me his name. And because again, because the service is so spotty, it's sent like four times. Mm-hmm. So it's saying like cowboy, 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 or whatever his name is, um, four separate times. So I look at that and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, we really hit it off. I thought he was really hot and he was very cool and very tall and all these things. I'm like going through it in my head and I'm like, what, what would the harm be in just sending another text or sending a text? He texted me his name. What would the harm be in being like saying something, anything? And so I sent him a text. I said something along the lines of, it was nice meeting you. Um, I, I'm sorry that this happened or something. I don't even know what I said. But he texts back right away and he was like, um, I have to pull it up because I'm going to butcher this. <laughs> I want the, the in-depth you details. You want the receipts. The podcast wants the receipts. Oh, okay. So here's what I said. I said, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize the connection. Loved meeting you though. You're great. Mm-hmm. And so then he was. then he responds. Like right away he responds. And he said, I honestly was just vibing with you so much. I, I just feel bad for him. Yeah. And that sent like four times because of the bad, the bad signal. And so that made me think, I'm like, okay, so this guy's just butt hurt. Maybe I like hurt his feelings by talking to his friend, but how the hell would I have known that it's his friend? Yeah. And he didn't even come over and say hi. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It was a very weird, whatever. Also, it's not like you had a relationship with the, with Don Julio. Like we'd never gone on a date. Yeah, and then he responded to your Instagram stories for a year. Like, that's not anything important, you know? Exactly. I said, of course, I feel the same. I think you're really great. Such a bummer. And then I said, I mean, to be fair, it was over a year ago, but I totally get it. I don't think, <laughs> He's like, let me just drop the mic real quick. I'm like, if we're being real here, it wasn't like last month. It was 12 months ago, maybe even 13 months ago that this happened. And you didn't date. <laughs> we didn't date. He goes, or and then I said... Anyway, if you end up in New York, would love to like get a drink, even just as friends. Oh, I I'm like, I'm not letting this guy go. He is cool. Even if we're just buddies, yeah. I don't care. You like, actually, you handled this really well. Thank you. Thank you, you. You put the hook in the water and you just, you know, put a little, yeah. a little bait on it. Nothing too crazy. And then he said, I completely get it. Trust me. I'm honestly intrigued. Not going to lie. Baby, you hooked him. You hooked him right good. He's intrigued by me. You put a speck of bait on the hook, and he went for it. He was hook, like, I'm starving. <laughs> hook, line, and sinker, baby. I don't know what about me intrigued him. I was like, I think when I have a drop of alcohol, even a drop, somehow I get more interesting. It was the jean dump, <laughs> jumpsuit, honestly. It was the dump truck. The, it was, I just said all kinds of things. That The jean dump suit. It was my, my booty in the jean. Katie's bootylicious in that jumpsuit. In the show me your moo denim jumpsuit. I love it. Well, you looked amazing, so you deserve it. So he goes, like, what's your plan tonight after this? This episode of Match Me in Manhattan is sponsored by AG1 by Athletic Greens. So I've been traveling a lot recently. I just got back from Stagecoach. I had a bunch of trips before that. And I have to say, having AG1 in my life makes it so easy to make sure that I'm getting all the vitamins, nutrients, and minerals that I need, even on the go. Even as I'm traveling, I take those travel packs with me everywhere. When I'm home, I have it in a cute little canister. And it's just one scoop every morning, about eight ounces of water. And I feel like it really helps with my energy 
energy and my muscle recovery when I'm exercising or just doing a lot of strenuous things like being at Stagecoach. And I just have so much love for AG1. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin and it's really important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Honestly, my favorite thing about Athletic Greens is how easy it is to get all the vitamins and minerals and nutrients that you need in one easy scoop per day. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits and we're honestly obsessed with it over at Matchmade. There's no wonder it has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash matchmade. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash matchmade to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now back into the episode. He was like, I'm risking it all. Bum, bum, bum. Bye, Don Julio. Bye, I don't care about you. I was like, wow, you're going to ditch your friend like that? Okay. The way he went from, I just feel bad for him, to, so what are you doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> like, he switched it up so quick. It was it was the booty. The, I think it was. It was the denim, the denim booty, and he was like, let me get a piece of that. Anyway. So I said, uh, well, at that point, we actually had gotten back to our house. We had, like, left because we wanted to beat the traffic. So I said, we're back at our house, about to hit the pool. What about you? He's like, I'm working my way out of this madness because there's always such a situation getting out of these sorts of things. And I was like, OMG, it's so tough to get out. Would love to see you, though, even maybe tomorrow. Because I was like, at this point, it's late. It was what time is this? 3 a.m. that I sent these texts. And I was a little bit tired, honestly. And we were a bunch of the girls. We were all up just like listening to music, giggling, being yeah. drunk, whatever. And I was like, really? Am I going to see this guy tonight? And he was like, how late are you staying up till? Like I'm driving out of the festival with some other friends, not Don Julio. So Cowboy's like, I'm, I'm uh, riding solo. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. So I was like, hmm, probably another couple of hours. How about you? Um, do you guys want to come over and pregame with us tomorrow before the festival? Like, we're throwing a little pregame. And he definitely was thinking to himself, like, there's no way I can come to this pregame tomorrow because that would mean telling Don Julio that he's going somewhere. Like, you know what I mean? It's like harder to ditch someone at the beginning of the day yeah. than at the end of the night. With our upcoming trip to Paris, the girls and I need to brush up on our French skills, and we are so excited to be partnering with Rosetta Stone to help make us pros by the summertime. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn. I'm personally so excited to learn French with Rosetta Stone because it's so easy. I can do it right on my phone. Its built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me. And Rosetta Stone's process is designed for long-term retention of the language. So I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages so no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's rosettastone.com today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Today. J'adore Rosetta Stone. <laughs> 
Dry January might be over for now, but if you're looking to cut back or cut out alcohol this year, keep listening. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement, seeing as though they're a totally guilt-free but delicious way to unwind. So if you're the kind of person who likes to be social but doesn't want to drink alcohol, holding a can of Recess will do the trick. With 0% alcohol, real fruit, only 25 calories or less, naturally sweetened with agave and infused with functional ingredients that taste just like your favorite cocktail cocktails without the alcohol, recess is the perfect way to either unwind at home, at a dinner party with friends, or Mm -hmm. in between drinks for alcohol moderation. I loved the watermelon mojito flavor, and I think you will too, so you should definitely check that and their other flavors out for yourself. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash matchmade so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Check them out. Yay, recess. Woo! Reminder that Mother's Day is coming up on May 12th. If you haven't gotten anything for your mom or the mother figure in your life yet, definitely consider My Life in a Book. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question, so your mom or mother figure a question, via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. Mylifeinabook.com will compile all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. So special. Hi. I love the intent behind mylifeinabook.com. I'm always looking for new ways to give gifts to the holidays, birthdays, etc. that have more meaning than just a material object, and My Life in a Book is the perfect way to share a gift that's both sentimental and will contain memories that I'll be able to hold for a lifetime. This year for Mother's Day, I'm getting My Life in a Book for my grandma, who's my absolute treasure. How fun is it that she'll get to share all of her stories with me that I can then pass on to my kids someday? I'm so excited and would highly recommend as a gift for anyone in your life that you love. Check out My lifeinabook.com and use code matchmade at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom or mother figure this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code matchmade for 10% off today. Check it out. Happy Mother's Day. So he's like, sorry, been all over the place, just got to my friend's house. Um, where are you staying? Make Maybe down to come over for a drink or swim later if you're okay with that. And I was like, I'm in my pajamas, which I actually was. Um, and he's like, is it too late if I came, like, Ubered there now? Like, he was like... I'm, he was I'm, ready to rumble. He was ready to Uber to me, like, 30 minutes, mind you. Yeah. He was at a house 30 minutes away. And he... Yeah. So I said, you can definitely come over and hang, but you can't sleep over. <laughs> I said. Cause just to manage you expectations. Stage, yeah. To manage expectations, like, I've definitely had guys before be like, you blue balled me, blah, blah, blah. Like... Yeah, I was not planning on hooking up with it. Like, yeah, I think not, it's good that you were honest. No smashing, no sleeping over. You said make out only. Make out only. Like, I set the parameters in my mind, but I just wanted to make sure he knows, like, if he's coming 30 minutes, like, yeah, yeah whatever. But I was like, this is crazy of me. I'm asking the girls, I'm like, is this crazy of me? Should I just, before I even said come over, I asked them, I'm like, is this okay? Like, is this crazy? Is this bonkers? I'm giving a stranger our address. Like, definitely not cool, but... I found this guy on Instagram. I found him on the internet. I'm like, he exists. He seems legit. And then the girls were like, if you don't do this, we're going to be mad at you. Like, we're going to be mad at you if you don't invite him over and like make out with him. Mind you, everyone else in the house was in a relationship. I was the one. Actually, no. Anna's also single. Anna and I were single. But so lo and behold, he comes over. He's just as dapper and dazzling. Oh my God. I opened the door. 
dapper is the wrong word, but like I open the door and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, the amount of like self-control I had to not be like you and me in my room right now, Clara, get the fuck out. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. No. But he was just so hot and like towering and oh, the cutest face. Anyway, so he comes in. I'm like, do, do you want a drink? The girls like scurry into our room and like close the door and are like listening through the door. And I offer him like a beer. We go out the back slider and sit by the pool. Yeah. And we just chat and get to know each other. And I like find out he's just like the best person ever. His phone lock screen is a Theodore Roosevelt quote. Like so, so up my alley. So historic. How do you find these men that are just like so, I don't know, intellectual? <laughs> or, I you know, I don't know. Because he was also just like charming and yeah had very good vocabulary i was just shook the full package and he was six seven that's the part i'll never get over yeah at one point he like he like gestures for me to like sit on his lap because we're like sitting on and you said say less daddy we were sitting like next to each other and he was like he was like come over here come over here like sits on me and he like is holding me it was the cutest thing i was like oh my god i'm obsessed let me make out I don't know what happened. I ripped his shirt off. I don't know if it was me or him or I don't know. Somehow the shirt was off. All of a sudden, but I was I was wearing um, pajamas, like little skimpy pajamas. So I was already like practically, you know. Okay. I had all full leg out. Anyway, okay. Full and full leg, full was... leg and arms and I don't know. That was enough. I anyway, we made out. Okay, so there's a lot happening on the back deck with the cameras from the Airbnb. Yeah, <laughs> the cameras. The Airbnb host was like Katie put on a show, <laughs> pulling up with popcorn. <laughs> We had like the steamiest, sexiest makeout by the pool. Like the pool lights are glistening. It's just like yes, hot, and we we're both like still sweaty from the festival, but just like full on making out. I love that. And he keeps like pulling away and being like, "You are just amazing, don't you know that?" Like saying all these like honestly like love bomby things, which I'm like, whatever. He's like, I'm actually in love with you. Whisper your sweet nothings in my ear and I'll never see you again. He's like, I'm eating it up. I'm eating it up. I'm eating this for breakfast and lunch and dinner. Just tell me everything. Tell me how amazing I am. Gas me the fuck up. Because honestly, after the BFG situation and like just the stress of that, my heart was like definitely feeling like bruised and I was just so like over it. I was over like forcing myself to be into someone. And then this guy comes along and I'm like, Oh my fucking God. <laughs> Hot. I was like, is it just me? Am I never going to find someone who I find like, you know, like I'm, I have this like chemistry with and yeah. I found him. I found him in the, in the dust in stagecoach. I love that. Anyways, we're making out for probably like, we we're like chatting, making out, chatting, making out. And then I was like, okay, you got to go. Because at this point I look at my phone, it's like four in the morning. I'm like, okay, this has to end here because I have to go to bed and we have an early morning. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, ta-ta. See you later. He calls his Uber. He's like leaving. And he's like, can I see you tomorrow? Like, maybe I can ditch the guy. And you like, really hooked this man. He was like, maybe we can like sneak and like meet at the bar at a certain time and like see each other. And I'm like, what is this? Like a freaking Jordan. <laughs> this is like in high school when you like text a boy to meet you in the bathroom or like meet yeah. you out in the hall. Or no, something. he literally like forbidden love. <laughs> forbidden love in the desert. I love it. Um, yeah, so... Anyway, we like had plans to maybe see each other tentatively the next day. I go to bed with like the biggest smile on my face. I'm like, what the hell is like, uh, this went from being like the most disastrous, like, oh my God, this sucks to wow. I can't believe you just sent that on his way without closing a deal. I would have closed the deal right quick. Yeah. Like if this were you, 
What would you have done? I would have had sex with him in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. I mean... No questions asked. Yeah. Yeah. There were multiple points I was like, should we skinny dip? And I was like, nope. Number one, can't cause a scene because like people are sleeping inside. And number two, I just met this guy. I literally just met him. And like, Katie's like, I just met him. Meanwhile, you're ripping his shirt off. You're in skimpy pajamas. Yeah, we weren't acting like we just met. Let's just say that. <laughs> or maybe we were. It was steamy. Um, yeah, I don't even know like how old he is. I know nothing. I like knew his first and last name. I knew that he knows my friend that I uh, hooked up with. <laughs> your friend. I love that you're describing him as your friend. Yeah, now. are we friends? Or are we uh, just... I think you guys aren't friends anymore. I think that, that oh, because, sealed the deal. Oh, uh, because I do want to mention he unfollowed me on Instagram. Yes. Uh, Don Julio, the and Mexico And mind you, guy. we calculated that he had to have unfollowed her at Stagecoach. Like, it couldn't have been before Stagecoach. Well, no, it wasn't before Stagecoach because yeah. we DM'd. DM'd but yeah. I don't know if he unfollowed me the next day. Maybe, maybe Cowboy told him that he hooked up with me. Yeah. And he was like, okay, fuck you. Or fuck fuck her. Like, blaming me. Yeah. I don't really know. But all I do know is I woke up the next morning and I was like, just giddy. Because, oh my god, this hot, sexy man wanted to kiss my face. Like, yes. yes. Okay. He told me, he was like, <laughs> I saw you, like, in that jumpsuit and your vibe. Like, you were you were just such good energy. Like, we were jumping around dancing, like, looking like okay, idiots. Okay, so he laid it out on the table. He, he was, was like, this like, is what I liked. I liked that you... You were like, if you looked at people, there's some people like trying to look cool and we were just, I mean, this is so like pick me energy to say, but we were just Clara and I and Danielle and Ryan were just like jumping around. Like we don't give a fuck. We just loved the music and we're just like letting ourselves live and have fun. And I guess he found that attractive. So like, that's why he came over to me. But the next morning we're sitting at breakfast all of us. And I'm like telling them about what happened. I was like, yeah, so we came over last night. Everyone was like, you're kidding me. Well, like the girls that were asleep. Yeah. Um, and I looked down my phone buzzes. I looked down and he texted me and he said, I wish I woke up with you on top of me. (laughs) The way my stomach went, (laughs) I was like, whoa there. I would have lost my marbles. Um, Anyway, so just to, like, yeah, I wish that too. <laughs> just to wrap things up from here. Um, sadly, we didn't see each other again during the day. But I honestly, yeah, it was like I would love to have like seen him, and it would have been like fun and like yeah. whatever. But I also did feel a little bit like I felt bad for the other guy. I did feel bad that I hurt his feelings. Like, yeah, it, it was like a tricky situation, like one of those situations that you don't think is ever going to happen, and like rarely, rarely does. But I just, it was like a fucked up situation. Like we so said, like, you don't know anybody, anything, you know, that, and I was also just so focused on having like girl time and yeah. hanging out with the girls, like a bunch of the girls we were with, like don't live in New York. So I don't see them. And it was just nice to have fun girl time, Yeah, you know? So that. we like through a pregame, you like hung out with a bunch of other people, other houses and just had like a really, really good last day. Yeah. And Chris Stapleton absolutely killed it. So, so Katie had an overall good stagecoach experience, yeah. is what I'm hearing. He texted me after the, like, we texted a little bit throughout the day and it just, like, wasn't happening. So it, like, fizzled. And then he texted me, like, yesterday and was like, oh, did you make it back to New York? Okay. Like, we, That's kind of cute. Just, like, he's still thinking about you. Definitely. But, like, I'm deciding, I'm like, okay, that, this is a close chapter. Yeah. Just how Mexico, like, I'm learning from my mistakes. How I should have ended it with Don Julio being like, okay. Okay, like, that is on Don Julio, though. Like, it was ended. Yeah. The fact that he was just in your DMs for a year, like, there's a million men who are just, like, in DMs for a year, you know? like I just feel bad that I hurt his feelings. Like, I really do feel bad. And, like, he is a great guy, just not... Like, if you... 
if you know my type and you saw or even just interacted with both of these guys, you would realize how absolutely polar opposite different they are. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a whirlwind fun weekend of romance and uh, that was it. Maybe I'll see him again. Maybe I won't. But there's many other fish in the sea in New York, so I'm like, there are. I, I'm just chalking it up. I needed like a little, little uh, confidence booster. I feel like it's not out of the question though. Like he's only in like LA, right? So like, yeah, but like, I just I have no interest in putting my heart through that and like having to talk to someone. Like I'm so sick of the texting when I it's not going anywhere. It's yeah. just wasted energy. It feels like. Yeah, you're also on the vibe of like, if it happens, it happens. I'm doing my thing. I'm hanging with my girls. You know, living my life. Right. If a boy like falls in my lap, then sure, like we'll talk and hang and whatever. But yeah, I'm kind of sick of. I feel like I've always said. Like, if you asked me if who I prioritize like, in my life, like, it would definitely be, like, family, friends, the girls, you, and, like, boys second, like, romance, yeah. romance second, or, like, third, or whatever that means. Like, it's, it's, you know, down on the totem pole of things that I prioritize. And I feel like recently, or, like, in the past year, it's crept up to my number one, like, focusing way too much on dating and boys. And, like, I just feel like at this point, I have this like weird urgency in me where I'm like, I have to figure this shit out. Like I have to be in a relationship. Like I have to figure it out. And like, it's stressing me out. It literally sucks my energy and makes me feel really anxious all the time. And so I feel like now I, I know that it's best for me to push that down a little bit and just like focus on things that like I can rely on and make me feel good. And so that is why I'm choosing to be like, well, if it happens, happen. If it happens, it happens. If he comes to New York, we like hang out then it happens, but I'm not... I'm not going to fight for this guy when I hardly know him. And also it's a sticky situation and it was just really fun and yeah. a good story. That's all you need. It was it's a, a good, good story. Fun weekend. And I had, you know, even above that, more importantly, I had the best time with the girls and Ryan and our house it was yeah. amazing. And we, I loved the music and stagecoach was such a vibe. And you know, if the guy comes back to you someday or he's in New York, then yeah, you set the stage. I'm just in my phase of not really trying right now yeah. like I, i'm just kind of i'm just exhausted yeah after the bfg thing like i my i'm just i have nothing left to give right now right except for a, a steamy makeout <laughs> i can always provide a steamy makeout and Kate, participate the special <laughs> i can always participate in a steamy makeout anyway anyway well, i'm glad you had a good weekend <laughs> how was your weekend everybody decided to have a birthday this weekend so that was <laughs> my weekend basically if there's one thing you need to know about adam it's that he actually, of all, like, everyone I know have more birthdays to attend than anyone. There are constantly a very large amount of birthdays I think you in just know a lot of people. I do, but that, it's like... That regards you highly enough to invite them to their birthday. It's a, a compliment yeah. that you are invited to yeah, so many birthdays. I feel honestly very flattered to be invited to so many birthdays, but... Yeah, it was definitely like a whirlwind of birthdays. Friday night, we went to the dinner. Katie was supposed to go to that birthday too, but she was obviously out of town. That Las Guina, to be honest, was such a good place for a birthday dinner. Yeah. Do I wish it wasn't at 9.30 p.m.? Absolutely. But like the deal I feel like we got was actually so 9:30 good. 9.30 p.m. for was, a dinner. It was a 9.30 p.m. dinner. I'm not going to lie. How late were you guys there till? Uh, I think midnight. So like half the table went out after and then like me, Colby, Mia, Shay. All went home. <laughs> I could have guessed that crew. Well, you guys also had another birthday the next day. Yes. You had another party the next day, so yes. that makes full sense that you would want to... Like, yeah, so we wanted to like do both, obviously. like We wanted to support birthday Friday, but we also had Mia's birthday party on Saturday during the day. We wanted to be able to do both. You know? I have such FOMO from missing that. It looked so fun. 
Wait, I literally texted you and I was like, you would love this place. I was shook to my core. Ainsley. Ainsley. It's yeah, like yeah. A, a new, it's a new beer hall. I was not expecting what it was. Like it's basically like Houston Hall, but plopped in the East Village or Lower East Side, I guess. Yeah, it's like on Bowery. Yeah. It's, it's, or I guess in, in Bowery, it's Lower yeah. East Side, I'm pretty sure, considered. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it was huge. We walked in the door and it's this giant beer hall and every guy there was hot as fuck. Like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So it was like, should we go back this weekend or? Uh, no, I need a break. I can't do it anymore. Like I'm, I'm, I'm checked out. I'm all set with the birthdays, with the drinking. Like I, I honestly. As we're about to go get cocktails after this. And all I've been talking about all day is how stressed out I am. And Adam's now I'm like, like, Adam's like, should we drink wine? I'm like, I don't even have any good wine right now. Like, I'm like pounding Katie to get us a bottle of wine out of the fridge. I'm like, I'm stressed out. Work has been too much. We've been doing too much. I'm very excited that we're going to this restaurant tonight that I love called Casa Car. Carmen. And I actually, you know, I don't like Mexican food. You know that about me? I know that about you. Yeah, I don't love Mexican food. It's not like I don't like it, but I have, like, I'm such a food person that I feel like so many cuisines go above that for me. It's just, you don't prioritize it. Yeah, I don't prioritize Mexican food, but I do love this place. Like, the vibes are immaculate. The decor is amazing. Like, they have this really good spicy margarita that I like. So, Neil said, I'm very excited. Okay, I have to say, when I went, the spicy margarita, like, like, I could not drink it. It That's was just how so like it. undrinkable. Wait, it's actually kind of funny you say that because at the place we went on Saturday, Ainsley, their spicy margaritas were undrinkable. Everybody sent it back. <laughs> really? I but were fine, they too but... sweet? So Casa Carmen, the issue, I'm like, I'm a sissy and I can't have too spicy of a spicy Yeah. So that was the issue. Like it Every... can't be too spicy. It has to have enough of a, of, I don't know what else, like counteracts it. Yeah um the the lime juice or margarita mix or sour mix or whatever okay pause i have to pee so bad <laughs> i'm gonna burst run um so no everybody basically sent back the spicy margarita at ainsley because it had what's it had like a ghost pepper in it or something like a hot oh, okay so it was just so hot yeah it was so spicy it was burning people's mouths that's the thing like there's a healthy balance some people that are listening to this that love spice are like you guys need to get your uh, shit honestly, together i love spice i drank the whole thing but i the entire time i was kind of like this kind of burns like holy shit well if you're like sweating because it's so spicy yeah yeah exactly but i mean overall very fun weekend and I'm trying to think, did anything else happen? No. And then after that, I went to another birthday. I was, see, I was out. This is my issue. I was out from 2 p.m. on Saturday for me's birthday. Mind you, it's monsooning in New York. Yeah, it was like pouring rain, I Pour, heard. The streets are flooded. It was crazy. Mia's at 2 p.m. And then I went to my other friend's birthday at 7 p.m. To which we went out to this bar that she got a space at at like 9 p.m. And then one, the clock struck 1130. And I was like... Jackie, <laughs> you need to get this cake out here so I can wish you a happy birthday. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna deteriorate very soon. Yeah, you were out nine hours at that point, right? Yeah. Is and that I, the yeah. math there? Exactly, yeah. or something like that. And yeah. I was saying goodbye, and I was like, wait, but when are the when's the cake coming out? Because I straight up cannot leave without like the cake coming out for your birthday. Without getting the Instagram story of her holding the cake. <laughs> I must. Just say, kidding. I'm just kidding. She did post the picture for her in feed. I mean, post you that have I took. You, you get the good angles. I know the content. Wait, you also took Brooks like post didn't you i did yeah, Brooke also, yeah i'm like getting all the good birthday content for people these days um i also have something to tell you <gasps> <laughs> it's nothing crazy i'm going on a date tomorrow though okay why are you giving me that look with the know. guy that's been ghosting you on all the, the dating apps 
No, I fucking wish. I honestly forgot about that man. I need to go see what he's up to. Wait, I thought for sure that's why you said it like that. Like oh, there wait. was something. The guy also just texted me a minute ago. What, what a coincidence. The guy that you're going to date with? Dink. Yeah, and we haven't been texting all week. He just said, hey, how's the week going? We still go for tomorrow evening. We're going to get drinks. Basically, the context of this guy is he is a hinge guy. Hinge guy, but have you discussed him on here yet? Have no. we discussed? Okay. We've never discussed him. I have matched with him on several dating apps at this point. He <laughs> always sends me a rose on hinge so we've matched on hinge like a bunch of times why haven't you gone through with it the first few times he's matched with you so what's I, holding <laughs> you back what, what's holding you back i keep doing this but i always like we'll see a guy and then find something wrong with him obviously and so i did it with the lazy eye guy which then turned out we went on the you date probably and probably should like, have trusted your gut but probably should trust my but gut, you but never know you always hear the stories of people saying like I wish that I'm glad that I looked past this thing because, yeah. you know, it ended up being. And yeah. so let me just tell you, this is what sent me over the edge. So I obviously told you that I'm obsessed with Sophia Richie now. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw who Sophia Richie was marrying, I was kind of like, I don't, I don't think he's ugly, but I was like, she is this like radiant goddess. I mean, it's impossible to be on the same level as Sophia Richie. Like, yes, you know, I think he, I, the more I look at him, I'm like, he's really cute. I didn't realize he actually has a British accent, which I think elevates his attractiveness like 100x. Definitely. But when you first look at him, like you don't look at him and think, wow, I want to jump that guy's he's balance. Not so he's not like he's the not hottest guy I've ever seen. He's smoking hot, but he's he's really like, he's tall and exactly. he's well-dressed. Yes. And he's got the British accent and... Yes. Yeah. So I have this theory now that I can sacrifice look. I still need to test this theory tomorrow, we'll see. But I'm sacrificing like overall appearance... With the assumption that somebody who's tall and has all the other qualities that I want in a guy, Adam, I can make it work. You are describing BFG. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, no, yes, no. you are. <laughs> yeah, actually, I said the right. same thing because I wasn't like physically like, oh my god, I want to, you know, or yeah. like I think you're cute, but everything else was there, and he's tall. Yeah. Okay. okay well, okay, we'll see right. how this goes. So for you already you. tested. Hey, you already tested the theory, but you still should go for it. You're never gonna yeah. look back and like regret unless you know it's really a disaster, disaster. But like you know odds are it's either like a lackluster fine date or it's incredible yeah and it could be incredible so what why would you not exactly so i'm gonna go on the first date okay i'm excited good it's by my office 6 p.m tomorrow easy peasy wait nice wait. yeah <laughs> i literally just said like um you know i'm gonna pump the brakes i'm gonna should i go on a date tomorrow night yes <laughs> yeah no, should we tag team we can should tag you go team. to the same place Ooh, I actually can. I this guy on Hinge asked me <gasps> if I'm free tomorrow night. Katie, wouldn't that be so funny if you like we went on a date what together? What if we go at the same place? Of, same place and pretend to not know each other. Okay, which where are you going? Uh, Jay Bespoke. Jay Bespoke. What the hell is that? Um, I don't know, but it looks vibey. He booked okay. it. Oh my god. But yeah, so since Sophia Ridge did it, I think I can do it too. So um, <laughs> <laughs> anything Sophia can do, Adam can do better. I literally want to be Sophia anything. Ritchie. Adam can do. See, it's vibey. Oh my god, love that. Yeah. Ooh, it looks like they'd have a really, really fire martini. That's what I'm thinking. Holy so I'm shit. excited. Um, Wait, I'm excited for you. Yeah, so that'll be fun. So that's what I have going on tomorrow. And we'll report back next week how it goes. Because I've not been going on too many dates lately outside of with uh No, I, I think that I would understand if you took a break after your last experience. Exactly. With the booty grab. Exactly. Have you heard from him? Let's answer a question. Let's answer a question. So I saw this this email come in. I promise next week we'll do more emails because something tells me we might run out of stories to tell because a lot's been happening to us recently. So yes. there's going to be a week when things are dry. So I saw this email come in and I just, I don't even know. I didn't even read the email. I you just, just read, the, read subject. the subject and I was like, guys, I don't even know what this is about really, but like we have to read it. Katie so, loves having access to the email now. 
I love, yeah, I have access to the email finally. And I just like, whatever I am trying to um, procrastinate doing things, yeah. I just go in there. So the subject line says this. It says, a non-assertive boyfriend and his asshole best friend. I love it. That's a bait and hook. Hi, Katie, Colby, and Adam. I have a dilemma in all caps. To be honest, I don't know if I'm overreacting. I don't think I am, so I don't know what to do. I'm someone that values my peace and will cut people off who are disrespectful to me. Example being calling names, being toxic, etc. to me or anyone that I really love. For context, I've been with my boyfriend for two years. He's been friends with his current best friend. Um, this is about, that this email is about, since high school. We are 27 slash 28. That sounds like a really long time. Yeah. So, like, the boyfriend's been best friends with his current friend since high school. Yeah. She's been with her boyfriend for two years. Here's the problem. We went out to get drinks as a friend group on Friday night. We went to get food and drinks at a local restaurant, an area we go to a lot because there's a bunch of bars and nightlife there. His friend had been drinking since before us, and he has a knack for being an asshole when he's sober, but an even bigger one when he's drinking. Prior to this point, he has, he has had moments where he's been rude when he's drunk, to me, one one of which my best friend saw and wanted to literally beat him up and <gasps> s- stuck up for me, even though my boyfriend didn't really say much, which <gasps> fucked up. So this has happened before, but not as bad. So Friday, we were out eating, and in the middle of a conversation, I barely remember what was being said, something about me and my boyfriend, and he says to me, first of all, bitch, <gasps> to what I immediately said, don't call me a bitch because I'm not a bitch, and he said, yeah, whatever. So I was upset, and I didn't... S- I didn't say much the rest of the night. Meanwhile, my boyfriend's phone is going off because he's in this group chat that they're in together with some other guys whom I've never met. And they're calling me names, berating what happened because where we were, it was very loud. And he says he didn't hear his friend call me a bitch. I don't know if, I don't really understand that. So I guess they're talking in a group chat and she's seeing the text coming up. But he didn't, he did see those messages and he said he was defending me in that chat. So he was in this chat. The boyfriend was in the chat. Boyfriend's in the chat. And he said he was defending me in the chat, like yeah. defending the girl in the chat. But he's still friends with this guy and all those guys that called me names. So in the chat, the guys are calling her names and the boyfriend is sticking up for him. Wait, so for also her. what instigated the calling names? I don't know. She said like, she doesn't remember what was being said, something about her and the boyfriend. And then the guy just says out of nowhere, first of all, bitch. Jeez. And anyway. So now it has created problems because I don't feel comfortable around that friend or want to be around him. The major problem here is not only that this is one of his best friends, it's also one of his roommates, which creates an even bigger problem. We were planning for me to move in sometime in September or right after that, but now I don't want to I don't want to and probably won't because I don't want to be in the same house as that person because I genuinely feel uncomfortable. I told my boyfriend he should have checked his friend checked his friend like aka yeah, yeah, like said something yeah, yeah. yeah because his friend was wrong and apparently a couple of days ago this happened four days ago and three days ago my boyfriend talked to him about how he should apologize because i'm upset and his friend said he didn't need to because it was taken out of context yet he took it to that group chat and continued to berate and call me names so yeah so the situation happened then she's seeing this group chat where he's continuing to say things and other guys are chiming in saying things and the boyfriend is supposedly sticking up for her yeah but do we even know that like have we seen this i like i don't trust people i don't either anyway so she says i'm not sure what to do or even feel because i don't feel like my boyfriend is taking it the way i am he knows i'm upset but he feels like i'm making him choose between me and his friend which i never voiced but i don't understand why he's even friends with this guy and honestly a part of me feels like if he chooses to stay friends with the guy that i may break up with him because it feels like he's essentially saying this behavior is okay 
to me, I feel like if the roles were reversed, I wouldn't stand for it. But in this situation, he doesn't want to lose his friend, even though his friend is clearly wrong and won't even open up to the fact or own, own up to the fact that he what he did was really messed up. You know, I hate to give people an ultimatum, but like it sounds like this guy's an asshole. Like her boyfriend needs to draw the line and be like, yo, you can't talk to my girlfriend like that. I mean, it's just tough because if you are still dating this guy, he's going to be around. Yeah. This other guy's going to be around. Yeah. I think if I were you, I would find a situation where I can I can speak to the guy that was mean to me. Yeah. And be like, hey, here's the deal. Like, I don't want to break up with so-and-so over this because I just, we need to come to like an understanding here. Like, I'm willing to forgive you for the way you spoke to me, but let's like, let's just, we're, we're both going to be in this guy's life. We're going to be around. Yeah. So we need to come to some sort of understanding. Like, even if this is via text, just be like, I don't hate you. I don't want you to hate me. What can we do to work this out? Honestly, that's a very mature piece of advice. The girl taking the initiative. Because it doesn't sound like she's tried to talk to that other guy. I mean, understandably, because he's scary, probably. But I don't see what harm a text would do. It's also, I think, good to remove your boyfriend from the middle of it. You know? Because he's in a rough position, obviously. It's like, he clearly cares about you. But also, this is his friend from high school. Like, that's like a long-time friendship. It's not like he's going to drop the guy, you know? So, yeah. I agree with Katie. I think you should reach out to him and just say, hey. Yeah. What, where can we find some middle ground here? A non-assertive boyfriend and his asshole best friend. <laughs> Damn. I love, that's such a good subject line. But honestly, I feel like a lot of times in like best friends pairings between guys, a lot of times you see like one friend, like the one that's like the crazy friend always has like a more chill friend Me and in Alex. their rotation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you and Alex. Or like someone that's like, but I, I wouldn't say Alex isn't assertive. Actually, maybe he would, you know. He's just more chill. He's more chill. He's not going to, like, cause a ruckus. Not as confrontational. I'm a little bit more uh, crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but I'm so sorry this happened. Like, you obviously, you know that it's not okay that he called you a bitch. Like, even if it's taken out of context, how is someone calling you a bitch in any context okay? Full stop. Nobody should be calling you a name. 100%. Like, maybe if he, like, said something jokingly. Like, first of all, Yeah, but honey, it really doesn't sound like it was First a joke. of all, babe, like, as a joke, yeah. that's different than bitch. Like, bitch is bitch. Yeah, bitch is harsh. <laughs> bitch is harsh. Full stop. Full stop. Full stop. <laughs> but yeah, I would just try to speak to the other guy. And I mean, if it ends up being that you need to take space and time away from your mm-hmm. boyfriend in order for him to figure his, like, figure out the guy himself, like... Yeah, it's a very mature thing for you to do, though, to reach out and try to be the one to mitigate it. Because if anything, that makes you look like the better person in your boyfriend's eyes, too. You know? Yeah, you're just trying to be the bigger person here. Like, if it's going to cause, like, discomfort, you're not dating this guy just for fun. You're dating him because you might see a future with him, especially if you're moving in together. And what is your future going to be if you can't come to a yeah. an agreement here? Also, like, I mean, not superficially, this guy's going to be in your wedding, like, you have to figure it out. Yeah. You got to figure it out, Curly Pop. You know? You know? Reach out to him. Figure out common ground. But sending Go love sending love to you. And I'm so sorry this happened. Oh, this happened a month ago-ish. Oh, we need an update. Oh, I hope... It, oh. We need to reply to I'm her sorry and say it took us so long to get to you. Anyway. All right, guys. <laughs> well, it's been fun. <laughs> we just did two episodes. So. We literally just recorded two full episodes. Um, hopefully, this one makes it alive. Out alive. It will. Knock it on wood. Fingers crossed. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed for us, guys. Love ya. See ya. Bye. Bye.